In Eric's dream, he was sitting at a cafe with Lisbeth. In typical dream logic, the location made sense because it was a place they'd often gone, Arcadia Park, near the shopping district. But it did not make sense because there were whales, sea dragons, and other homeworld ocean life swimming through the air nearby. None of the passers-by paid the creatures any attention, and he had his coffee and a slice of shared cheesecake and talked with Lisbeth about sibling stuff. Here again, the dream made no sense, because when he'd been to this cafe with Lisbeth, he'd been a new cadet in the academy, and she'd been just turning ten or eleven. But here in the dream, she was the newly adult Lisbeth, who braved the Phoenix corridors in her spacer jumpsuit and harness. It had been their weekend thing after Lisbeth's volleyball or tennis, when mother, father, or the other siblings had been unable to organize anything else. That was often, for family Debagande was busy, and Cora, the only sibling still at school, was a true socialite, always at parties with friends, and often scolded by mother for not having time for the rest of the family. Eric got on well with all his sisters, but Lisbeth was different. Being the littlest, she looked up to and adored him, and that flattery was always nice. But more than just cute and lively, Lisbeth loved what he did in a way that was true of perhaps none of his other family, besides his father. And so they'd often meet on a weekend, when he had a half day off and the family had nothing else on. He'd made probably less friends in the academy than he could have, dodging the social events of his classmates to spend time with his little sister. But in truth, not only did he enjoy Lisbeth's company more, he was worried by the dawning realization that if he were posted away from Homeworld for long stretches, he'd miss most of her growing up, and would return one day to discover that he barely knew her at all. In this dream, she was talking to him about a hacksaw drone she was building. As her own personal hobby, she said airily, when he asked her if that was wise. Romke was helping her. Eric asked her what the paran who were holding her captive would make of that. A nearby sea creature roared, and suddenly the woman, Lisbeth, was a little girl once more, frightened and in tears. A plaintive alarm woke him, and the scene disappeared. Eric hit audio on the bedside wall screen, eyes still closed. Captain. What? Major, came Tracy's reply mocking his sleepy drawl. Open. She was at the door, Eric realized. Moving on automatic, he reached and released the bed net that would stop him from being thrown about in an unplanned maneuver, hauled it back with the sheets, and put socked feet on the cold deck. Fleet spacers always slept in underclothes as a minimum, so that dressing was a simple matter of pulling on a jumpsuit. He dragged on a jacket, took the one and a half steps that was all his quarters required to open the door, then went into his tiny bathroom cubicle as Trace entered with someone else. He splashed water on his face, checked the stubble on his bleary-eyed reflection, and judged that he needed a shave. Later. Back in his quarters, Giacono had entered with Trace, looking similarly tired, but in the manner of someone who'd been awake for much longer, and was dealing with it. Eric wanted to greet him warmly, but procedure came first as every conscious captain had to be fully aware of his ship's tactical situation. He ignored both visitors to sit on his bed, pull on AR glasses, and call up a feed from Scan. What confronted him was a great, big Tavoli mess. UFS Phoenix had arrived at Cherichal System ten days ago, a nearly uninhabited place, used by Tavoli fleet primarily as a midpoint between strategic locations. There she'd met the Tavoli cruiser Podiga, 
and two other warships, members of the rebel Tavali fleet faction that had assisted Phoenix in her raid on the Cantavan Vault. They'd given Podiga's captain the impossibly top-secret container that the rebel faction had demanded in exchange for their help, holding secrets of the Tavali State Department, and then they'd awaited the arrival of Paran ships from their Domesh allies of House Harmony.